0: a brand new episode of the in conversation podcast with your host andrew cervantes uh we've been getting a lot of love on this podcast um if you're new to it welcome um i appreciate all the listens especially all the love i got on the last download or on the last episode with my boy josh pico um it skyrocketed you know it was one of the most downloaded episodes ever so far um it was a crazy episode a whole lot of information hopefully you guys you know took something and learned from it or you know inspired you guys or motivated you guys that's kind of like the whole purpose you know of stuff like that it's not to sound you know cocky or like we're mr know-it-alls you know what i mean it's really just 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 inform you know and inspire and uh just help you guys out you know that's really the whole point and the whole podcast, really, you know, it's something I like to do, you know. But um, without further ado, let's just hop straight into the uh, the show. Um, on with the first topic today. Uh, I want to talk about the NFL playoffs. Playoffs are crazy intense. You guys know I got to talk about my Niners. Um, I knew, I knew deep down inside, I could just feel it that I that the Packers were going. To lose to the 49ers, and before you think and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck, this is not gonna happen." Fuck Aaron Rodgers and this that. I just had a feeling, and I'm for some reason, somehow, some way, I'm really good at kind of. I don't know, just kind of feeling stuff out and almost like listening to my gut, and uh, for the most part, I'm right. You know, I've done it a lot with sports picks. Uh, I've won. The majority of bets I've placed, but I'm also very selective with what I put my money on. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy-ass game. whole bunch of upsets this weekend. This whole NFL playoffs have been crazy. You know, game-winning field goals and overtime games. Shit is crazy. The Bengals and the uh Titans game was crazy. I watched that, uh, the whole thing, and I watched the whole Niner and Packers thing. So I was literally just sitting on the couch all day, watching football. And uh, honestly, I literally loved it. I was chilling, got a burrito. Uh, shit was, you know, it was cool, man. It was uh, a, a relaxing day, you know, that is very much needed, especially you know with my semester and all that starting back up. Um, yeah, man. Th- uh, my this past weekend was full. With a whole bunch of sports for me, because Saturday, you know, the Niners played. Um, you know, it was a whole day of football. Sunday, I went to the Warriors game with my boy Jim, the one we've been talking about for the past couple episodes. episodes. Uh, you know, we had really good seats, Warriors versus Jazz. That was a cool one. But before, you know, I start getting off topic, let me keep it on the NFL playoffs. Um, right now, this upcoming weekend, we got the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. We got NFC Championship um, Rams and Niners. And then we got Bengals and Chiefs. Uh, um, right now, I'm going to make my Super Bowl prediction. And uh, honestly, this is such a hard one because, you know, there's two teams technically that were not supposed to be there. And, uh, you know, I care about my reputation a lot. <laughs> or at least my thought but I'm gonna just throw uh, you guys know I gotta go with my fucking Niners I'm going with the Niners to to the Super Bowl and I gotta go with the Chiefs but if the Bengals pull it off I wouldn't be surprised but I don't know I don't know I don't think the Bengals have it in them you know they barely beat the Titans they really were not supposed to win that game it was the Tannehill interception at the very end that uh you know screwed them over and they were able to get field goal range and you know they ended up winning the game just one costly mistake, you know, from the Titans made them blow their whole ass season. Uh it would suck to be a Titans fan. And a Packers fan? That would fucking be horrible, you know, the way Robbie Gold even fucking ended the Packers season just like that, you know, when you work that hard to be the number 1 seed and you get home territory then you know you got this team that plays in sunny California all the time and you guys are so used to playing in the cold, you know, it was like 2 degrees or like 12 degrees over there in Lambeau Field in uh, Green Bay, Green Bay, Wisconsin. And, you know, the Niners came and did business. Uh, Garoppolo played like shit. Nothing fucking, <laughs> nothing, you know, crazy. He always, this guy is so inconsistent. He, everyone's saying like, stop bashing Garoppolo. He knows how to win. He knows how to do that. No, the fucking 49ers know how to win. Garoppolo does not. Because if this 49er team had a solid quarterback, say, for example, say we had Russell Wilson, right, on the San Francisco 49ers, I think you can ask anyone and you can say that that is a dynasty that is going to win multiple Super Bowls or has the chances to win multiple Super Bowls. If you put Russell Wilson on the Niners right now, I think that's a dynasty, you know what I mean? Like, just with the Niners defense, you got Bosa, Warner, you know what I mean? Uh, You got all this all-star, offensive power, Debo, you know, Debo Samuel, um, Kittle, Ayuk, all these people, you know, Elijah Mitchell. um, It's just, it's stacked, you know what I mean? Um, It's just, the team has so much potential. They really shouldn't have even been fighting for a playoff spot. They really should have, you know, been in the playoffs easy. But we also ball out on road games so much uh we play amazing well not always amazing but we play a lot better away than we do at home in santa clara which you know is a comfortable feeling as a niner fan the fact that you know they don't play at home basically this the whole playoffs because when we do play at home we tend to blow shit up and it just it's bad you know we always lose um like we lost to seattle when i was at that game that was a game we should not have lost we lost both games to seattle this season they swept our ass and uh you know the seahawks did not have a good season this year those easily should have been our games um i think we went on like a three game losing streak or four game losing streak i don't know i honestly forgot that was in the beginning but that slowed us down you know a shit ton should have won those games. Uh, you know, should have won the Titans game. Should have won the Packers, you know, when we played them in the regular season in Week 3. They beat us by a game-winning field goal, but Rodgers did his thing. You know what I mean? Can't um, bash the guy. You know, he's a Hall of Famer easily. Um, arguably, you know, the GOAT. Um, yeah, man, he just did his thing. You know, uh, get, had him, gave him too much time. Got a, You know, got his team in field goal position, and they got us for a game-winning field goal. But, you know, we had him. Garoppolo did get his drive, you know. He got a, a game-winning drive, well, almost a game-winning drive. And uh, he's done it, you know, multiple times this season. Um, I, If I'm the GM, you know, the 49ers, and I'm in the front office, and I'm, you know, controlling trades or whatever, I'm not paying him $25 million next season. If you don't know, Garoppolo is supposed to make... The, the, he's supposed to make $25 million next season. And you can... Ask pretty much anyone, and I think we could all agree that Garoppolo is not worth no twenty-five million dollars for one year. That is fucking crazy, especially in the NFL. You know what I mean? NFL does does not make as much as NBA. So, I mean, he's just not worth it. I think it's better, you know, we we keep the bread and use it to some to sign someone else, maybe some more corners, some fucking anything. Um, you know, I would say it's worth the risk. Uh, you know, with Trey Lance developing, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna be that fan or that fan that you know is expecting you know all this crazy shit and expecting Lance to ball out if the whole season goes to waste. Honestly, I'd rather I don't. I wouldn't give a fuck. Just develop Lance. You know what I mean? And so we could come back, you know, stronger and better, and you know everyone can everyone can develop. I know um, Debo had a breakout year this year. I do think Ayuk is gonna have a breakout year coming up because all these teams. You know, everyone's kind of discovered that Debo is, you know, a, a huge threat in the 49er offense. So, I think defenses are going to, you know, watch a whole bunch of film and focused on him specifically. So, I think Ayuk is going to have his turn and he's going to be left open a lot more. And, you know, he's going to have, you know, his time to shine. Hopefully, a breakout season, um, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, man. But, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But, if it's up to me... um, I'm letting Garoppolo go uh, unless unless he wins a Super Bowl this year and you know just gets the al- the out al- like the ultimate you know prize that every team is fighting for. If he's able to pull off a Super Bowl, you know even if he's throwing 150 yards and fucking 50% completion rate, I would consider you know to keeping him or I probably would keep him you know just so he can you know uh, help develop Lance and you know show him this and that and uh you know have that veteran leadership rather than a rookie with all these talented people around um the guy just does not throw deep at all i swear it's like every time i fucking he always throws in the middle i swear it's like when you're playing madden and you fucking call a slant middle like play and then they fucking you know they're crossing and it's like he throws the ball before they even fucking cross and it's like I don't know, man. He's always throwing in the middle. No type of deep shit. I swear, this fool doesn't throw more than 20 yards. It's rare. Like, it's super rare. He's so hesitant in the pocket, and it's just fucking frustrating, and he's not mobile. And when he is fucking moving, he's so slow, and it's just like... I don't want to sound like a Jimmy G hater, you know? I'm a fucking positive guy, but God, dude, it drives me crazy. Like, man, it's just it's frustrating, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it because it's going to get me all fucked up, but Niners um, fuck, I don't know why I can't think of it, Niners, Rams, this weekend, you guys know my pick, it is the 49ers, uh, that shit is gonna be flooded with a whole bunch of Niner fans, cause, you know, who the fuck is a LA Rams fan, you know what I mean, like, they're fucking new to LA, all the people in LA are Niner fans, regardless, so, you know, we have the one up on that, we are, I think on a 5 or 6 game winning streak with them, uh, yeah, so... I think the whole time Garoppolo's been on the Niners, he's never lost to the Rams once. And uh, I just hope that this squad doesn't get ahead of themselves and, you know, the whole crowd there. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck it. We got this in the bag. You know, easy. Like, no, bro, they're going to be coming fucking hungry. They're going to want to chop our fucking heads off. You know, they're going to want to ball out. And they're not going to want to lose to us, especially, you know, when, you know, they're on this losing streak with this team and we've, you know, beat him, and when we do beat him, we don't beat him by a lot, like, the last game, we were down 17-0 at halftime, you know what I mean, like, that is not fucking acceptable, like, that cannot happen again, you know, because I feel like the Rams are gonna keep their throat, or their gas on our fucking throat this time, you know, they're not gonna slip up, but who knows, maybe Garoppolo could come through for once, or fucking Debo could keep doing what he's doing, and save us from every single fucking game, I swear, <laughs> but yeah, it, um, it's a crazy one, I got, Niners, Chiefs in the Super Bowl And then I got my Niners winning Just, you know, I have to go with my Niners We're gonna get the revenge on them I hope to God, you know, it'll be a sixth seed Winning the Super Bowl This team is Super Bowl bound I'm telling you, we just had some fuck-ups And some easy games that slipped up Between the season, I've been saying that This team is good, it's stacked uh, I, I, You know, you guys got my pick We'll see this weekend though Regardless what happens, I am beyond proud of this Uh, You know, this team the way you know they they play, the team has so much heart. Uh, you could just see it. You know the chemistry is tight. How they all back up Garoppolo. You know and talk about how he gets so much hate and this and that. I just think it's cool. You know, They're really professional and uh yeah, it's something. It's just it's dope. You know what I mean. But um, to another thing. Well, still sports, but uh, this uh Sunday, a couple days ago was like two days ago. Um, well the time of this recording is Tuesday, but uh yeah um. Sunday, I went to the Warriors vs. Jazz game, had a row one seats, I thought they were gonna be fucking row one, like, one-one, like, literally right behind courtside, but I didn't know that there were season ticket holders, or something like that, I think it was season ticket holders, They, they were all, there was, like, four rows in front of us, and they were all season ticket with, like, wristbands, and they could fucking, you know, like, I don't know, they had, like, a luxury experience, like, all VIP and shit, and I was like, man, this fucking, I didn't know that, dude, like, I paid for row one, thinking I'd be, like, right there, like, damn near courtside, but that wasn't the case, so if you guys ever go to Chase Center and you guys buy some row one seats, uh, you know, that's definitely, you know, if you want to be, like, fucking right there, I mean, there, there were good seats, you know, don't get me wrong, but there's just not technically row one, you know, you still got some people in front of you, and then on top of that, I had this dude that was fucking bald and, like, tall as fuck and he was in the view or in the way of the view and shit. And it was just kinda frustrating, you know what I mean? But I mean it was cool. You know, it was a cool experience overall. Um we went to uh me, my boy Jim and my brother went to uh San Francisco. You know, we mobbed out. Uh yeah, and then we just went straight to the game, pulled up Chase Center. Um yeah, and then uh this is my first time ever This is my first time in San Francisco in probably about like a year, a year and a half. It's been a minute but just being there made me realize how much I missed the city environment. Just you know, I love it. I was driving, and the fucking traffic there was hectic as fuck. It was actually my first time ever driving in San Francisco. I'm always driving in the Bay Area, but just not San Francisco specifically. But you know, um, yeah, I was driving, and the fucking traffic is nuts. People there are so aggressive. I swear to like, it's just the traffic, especially to Chase Center is right by Oracle Park, right? And Oracle Park is where the uh, the Giants play. And um, it's kind of like on the edge of San Francisco right by the water Like as soon as you get off the Bay Bridge It's like you make a left And um, you know the both parks are like right there They're really really close to each other But it's almost I don't know specifically Because I don't really know the way 100% But the way I saw it was kind of like one way in one way out Because it was like in, in a corner And uh, I didn't really fuck with that Because the traffic probably took about 30 minutes to get out we were just sitting in our parking lot Just waiting for traffic All oh, We were all stuck at this one light And there was hell of people And we technically left late uh, from the arena We stayed and just kind of chilled out for like 20 minutes And um, yeah we were still waiting a long ass time um, It was cool though You know Curry Actually Curry had an off game um, He only had 13 points He was cold He was not making shit I think he only made like 1 or two threes. Um, but yeah they were wearing their Black City Edition jerseys uh, I've been trying to get my, a hand or uh, a hold of that those jerseys, literally for like three months now, and they're fucking sold out everywhere. Went to the team store when I was there, sold out. Uh, they said that every time they restocked, they're sold out. Last time she said they were in the, they were stocked up. Uh, she said that they sold out. The employee there said that they sold out um in about two hours. Uh, so hopefully, I'm actually going back again on this Saturday. Uh, Warriors versus Nets. I'll be there. Again, um, hopefully they have the Warrior CD Edition jersey. I need that Curry one. That jersey is so fucking clean and it has so much meaning, you know, with, like, the oracle roof on, like, the logo and, like, the lightning bolts on the side, you know, for, like, the OG We Believe Warriors, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it... I, I just need that jersey, man. That city edition is just so hard, bro. Like, I need that. But, yeah, it was cool. Um, fucking food is so expensive over there, man. Parking, we technically went to, like, the cheap parking. It was 40 bucks. Um I actually pulled up in a car. Actually, a new car. I got to tell you guys about that, too. I bought a new car recently. Um, yeah, but it's, it's an electric car. Pulled up. My first time ever using an electric charger in the parking lot. And uh, it cost me, like, 9 bucks to charge the car. Which is real cheap, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I highly recommend you guys. You know, um, if you are just a fan of going to basketball games and uh, you know you could afford, you know, to get some warrior tickets, uh, highly recommend it. It's beautiful over there. Way better than, um, way, way, way better than the Golden One Center in Sacramento. I would say, uh, you know, the culture there is completely different. I like how everyone was wearing their fucking mask. I, I for some reason people out here seem like. You know, they never get the memo. Trust me, I'm one of those person that fucking hates wearing masks. I don't like that shit at all. You know, I want this shit to end. But, I, you know, I respect it. And I think it fucking works. In San Francisco, everybody was wearing their fucking mask. Um, and it was just, you know, like a cool vibe. Um, I don't know. The people there, it's, they're just completely different, you know, than the Valley where, like, where I'm from. Um, very liberal, you know what I mean? Some people would call it extreme i you know the people there they just seem a lot more welcoming and you know just nice in general like everyone you know like everybody it's just it's a different vibe you know from from like the warriors game and the kings game kings games just completely different vibe you know way um way like way less of a big organization you know the kings don't make nowhere near as much as the fucking warriors do and uh yeah just that alone um you know it's it's they have way more shit at chase center to do way more cool shit outside um yeah and it's just it's way cooler man just go if you don't i don't want to spend you know too much time boring you guys on this topic but go check out chase center if you haven't it's dope you will not regret it it is sick but yeah man uh on to that actually we'll talk about the car um i bought uh what was it last week i don't even remember what day last week i think it was thursday or something uh checked out a car you guys know I've been in the market for a car um finally bought one it's a Chevy Volt uh 2013 it's um you know I'm happy to say I bought it bought it um all cash you know what I mean it's paid off I still have my Lexus got to sell that asap um it's kind of just sitting in my garage you know taking up space now but uh yeah man bought the Chevy Volt it's a uh, half electric half gas which is kind of weird it has a charging port and then it has a, or yeah, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Charging port, charging outlet. Um, and it has a gas tank on the other side, which is kind of cool but different. Um, It was, I think, the first electric car Chevy's ever made. But I was reading, you know, I did all my research. People were saying 2013 is the best one to get. And I seen a guy had, he had 400,000 miles on his. um, You know, mine's is nowhere fucking near that. But, you know, it just shows that, you know, you can make it last for sure. Um, the car is so quiet when you turn it on, you know, it's push to start, it's fucking cool, it's, there's all kind of buttons in the middle and shit, it's low-key distracting as fuck when you drive, because, you know, you're not gonna keep your eyes on the road, but, um, you know, I don't regret it at all, you know, I upgraded my car, the last one I had, it was a Lexus IS, it was 2001, you know, it was fucking outdated, and I would always, 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 this thing I hated about this shit is get stereotyped over that fucking car, because I'm always wearing baseball caps and I'm a fucking, you know, colored brown kid, you know, in a conservative-ass town. And the fucking cops always pull me over and just fucking always think I'm doing something wrong. You know, it's just frustrating. But I just hated getting, you know, fucking stereotyped like that. It sucked. You know, it's getting profiled. Whatever. I just, I knew it was due for a new car. um, You know, I, uh, this car is way better on gas. I think... I average like 60 miles per gallon on like the Chevy Volt, you know, so I'll probably start door dashing and shit, start, you know, saving up, doing, you know, all the side hustles I do that, you know, I've talked about, um, but yeah, man, this car is amazing, it's really cool, there's like a battery in the middle of it, it's kind of like in the shape of a T, uh, it's it's a four seater only, it does not seat five, the middle, you know, is like, it's uh, like cup holders in the back seat that are, they're permanent there. Um, You could put the seats down. It's like a hatchback. It's like Chevy's version of the Prius. Um, I The guy didn't even include a charger. He had a built-in charger in his garage, and he said, you know, obviously he can't give that to us. Um, And he didn't have, like, the OG charger that came with the car. So he was, I mean, he negotiated a little, but, you know, not fucking a shit ton. He was pretty firm on the price. So I had to buy my own charger. It should have came in the mail yesterday, but Amazon's lagging. And they delayed the whole charger. It's supposed to. It was supposed to get here today. By the time of this recording, it's nine o'clock. Hasn't got here, so it's probably gonna get here tomorrow. And that's what Prime. This is the first time they've been. They've been lagging on the shit. But, but yeah. Um. The Chevy Volt. Chevy Chevy Volt is. So far, I would say, a ten out of ten. Um. Yeah, man. It's just an amazing car. I'm happy I got it. You know, paid off. Just a good feeling. You know, just get a new car. Uh. You know. Yeah, man, she's excited over that. But, uh let's see. I wanted to talk about... Let's see, on to the next topic. Let me go in my my notes real quick. Let's see. Oh, actually, let's talk about this. Um, Begin help. I actually... In the last episode, I didn't talk about... Yeah, because it was the episode with my boy, Josh Pico. But, um... I started getting help. Mental help. Mental help. What the fuck am I saying, bro? I don't know what the fuck. I started getting help for my mental health. That's what I was trying to say. Um and you know, it's been going good. I uh you know, with my anxiety and stuff, I've told you guys it's skyrocketed kinda ever since the pandemic. You know, in the social life just kinda you know screwed me over. I'm a pretty social person that likes to get out and chat and talk and stuff. And you know, when that was kinda taken away from me, it kinda fucked me up. Uh kinda I don't want to say put me in a dark place but you know started affecting like my day to day life. And, you know, it was enough to where, you know, I just wasn't happy, really. It didn't lead me into, like, depression or nothing. I just didn't like my energy and the way I was feeling, you know. I just felt like I was finding, like, demons in my head type shit. Like, you know, it just wasn't healthy. And, um, you know, I was trying stuff on my own, like, meditating and, you know, reading about this. And it would go good, you know, but then it would, like, go bad. It was never consistent, like, healed or whatever, but yeah um started getting help um it's over zoom so uh you know it's a conference call uh and the help i've been getting is just amazing i swear like i don't regret getting help at all if you were struggling with any type of help or mental health at all they they literally help with so much things that i've never even heard of they have help i don't want to like break it down 110 percent, but they have help for everything you know like eating disorders and anxiety like you know it's just like fears depression, you know stuff like that i highly suggest you know you guys just go in and chat and even if you really don't deal with it you know or if you deal with it slightly just get some help you know it's it's worth it you know there's uh there's a lot of shit you know going on in the world right now that is um you know it's fucked up uh you can't let it defeat you you know what i mean you gotta you know get in and uh get in and get out If you know if you know what i mean you know put some work in to get yourself you know healthy and uh you know get out and start living you know a better healthier life you know they say health is wealth and uh you know i believe that 110 percent you know if my mind isn't right i i just can't do nothing i'm not going to enjoy nothing so this is why i'm priori- prioritizing this and, uh, you know, it's been helping me tremendously. She, um, we set goals weekly, which we you know we, we, well, my appointments are once a week and, um, follow through with, you know, we follow up every week with, you know, what I did and how I felt throughout the week. And we kind of just move from there. And, um, you know, if I felt anxious, like, for example, w- I just went and, uh, watched the screen movie. I think it was like the second day it released. Watched it. And, uh, Last time I watched this, normally, I'm someone that loves scary movies. That absolutely loves them. I watched them in the theaters fucking hella times, right? But for some reason, when I was watching Halloween Kills, I was already anxious for some reason. I was just kind of tripping out. And then, um, you know, in the movie, like, I just started feeling fucking anxious. And the noises in the scary movies just started fucking with my mind and didn't help me. And I had to, I had to take a step out. And I just, I just couldn't fucking focus I was just tripping and I was like dude I, I like I don't know I just I had a I was literally standing like I waited until the movie was over I literally waited like like 40 minutes outside of the movie theater because I was like dude I just I just can't go in there you know it's like overwhelming for me and um you know I went and go, went to go watch Scream with my cousin and my brother and um you know I started feeling anxious again and I was like fuck I had to take a breather Took it for like 10 minutes. I checked my Apple Watch. You know, I saw that my heart rate was, you know, going fast as fuck. And I was like, so obviously, you know, it, it was able to identify that I was anxious. So, I, you know, I took my time out the movie theater. You know, at the end of the day, it's just a fucking movie. You know, don't feel like, oh, I spent my money on this ticket. I got to sit down and watch it. Like, no, fuck that. The movie's always there. Don't even trip. And, um, yeah, I, had a, I took like a 10, 15-minute break. And, um... Yeah, it, it helped, honestly, kind of, you know, practice some breathing shit that me, you know, and my counselor, I don't even know the proper name of it, of her job position, to be honest, I'm just say counselor, but me and my counselor, um, you know, we, uh, we, um, you know, we kind of just went over these exercises and they helped me, um, I went back to my seat, and uh, I the the scream movie was kind of funny. It had some funny parts in it, and I noticed that when um you know the it, the movie made me laugh. It you know it kind of took my mind like immediately off of the anxiety and the anxiousness, and then it kind of got me more focused into the movie and like just the plot of it. Rather than, like, you know, just thinking of my anxiety and it being in the back of my mind, it just got me distracted, and I was actually focused on the movie, and I was able to sit through and actually watch and focus on the movie, and, um, yeah, so it just, it helped so much, um... I just, I recommend you guys go talk to someone if you're, you know, struggling with that stuff. And she actually told me uh, when we followed up with the week, she said no scary movies because they're not healthy and they're not good. She's like, I don't watch them, you know, myself. They're not good, you know, for stuff like that. And that screen movie was fucking violent. It's full of slashing people. You could see shit. Fucking knives going in the throat and fucking whole bunch of stuff. I remember there was this scene. Where he was just stabbing this fucking person like hella times. And you just hear like tink, 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 tink. But this was like a lot, bro. And this was like aggressive. And, you know, it was just it was just overwhelming. So she told me no horror movies. Uh, I got to watch stuff that makes me laugh and smile. You know, stuff like positive stuff. Just, she told me like, you know, you're a positive person. You seem like you like to do your research on a lot of stuff. And, you know, learn about stuff. Which is true um and uh yeah you know we kind of just went on from there and uh yeah you know she's just been a huge help huge 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 help so yeah I I couldn't watch no scare movies and I think I'm gonna cut back on them just in general you know just because I'm trying to recover from you know anxiety 110% and I'm doing a pretty damn good job at recovering so, uh, you know, just the fact that I'm already kind of in a healthier state of mind I don't want to go back to how I was So definitely for a while, I think i'm gonna cut back on, you know, shit like that Only focused on positive shit, you know, can't really You know all that stress and negativity that sort of stress me out <clears throat> Give me anxiety just make it worse But actually real quick, um, I I meditated before we went to the um the warrior and um. Uh, what was it? The Warriors and Jazz Game, right? This Sunday. I meditated and I read um that book, Untangling Your Anxiety. And uh, it, it only took about 25 minutes of my day. I did like a quick 10-minute anxiety meditation that I found on YouTube. I was outside, you know, just listening to what the instructor was saying in the meditation. And, you know, it got me feeling... You know really really good about myself and um you know just reading it and kind of like you know the book breaking it down it made me a lot calmer and it literally set the tone for the rest of the day 110 percent, because I was feeling kind of anxious you know for the drive and uh you know it like every time I would go to San Francisco I feel like I would just get anxious right and uh you know with that meditation and reading about the book and kind of just identifying it like you know finding like the pinpoint of it exactly it it calmed me and uh you know um it just helped me out so much it set the tone for the rest of the day and I think that's why I had such a good experience at the um at the uh you know the game uh last time I remember I talked about it when I was at the um the Hornets game Hornets versus Kings game with my boy Jim we had to go out and uh we had to, like, get out of our seats real quick because I was tripping. I was like, okay, like, you know, my anxiety's starting to kick in. Let me get a little break. Thank God it wasn't that, that bad, you know, but uh, I still had to step up. But this time, I didn't even, um, you know, I didn't even get out of my seat. was cheering, having fun, enjoying it. So, you know, we're obviously making progress. But if you guys have any questions on that at all, please DM the page. I will gladly help you guys you know it's just something i go through you know and i'm not ashamed of it at all there's fucking nothing to be ashamed of if anything i'd rather you know try to help you guys go through it or whatever what i'm learning from you know from these sessions i'll gladly pla- pass on to you know any person listening to this for sure because your mental health is everything you have nothing without your mental health legit you will go fucking crazy like you need to have full control of your mental health i'm telling you so important uh, i'm sure you guys know that though <laughs> But um, to the last the last topic. Uh, we'll talk about crypto because you guys know we love to talk about the finances on this uh podcast. Uh, well, we'll talk talk about crypto and stocks in general. Uh, they were they are literally fucking Plymouthing right now. Uh, I am down. I don't want to say down bad, but you know I think everyone is down, especially if you haven't been holding for like years, years, years whatever. Everyone's down right now. All these big companies, you know, S&P 500, Tesla, all these, you know, big-ass companies, they're all down. Uh It is a very, 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 very good time to buy into the stock market. Uh I personally will be doing it. Um You know, that's just me. I don't know. Um, You know, when I see red, you know, shit, it's just at a discount. And the fact that it's, like, really red right now, you know what I mean? I gotta you know buy in um well crypto your entry point is pretty much everything right you don't wanna buy ethereum when that shit was like you know say it it hit all time high like four thousand right and say you got in at say you got in at thirty eight hundred you would have made fucking two hundred bucks and now you would have been you know Plymouthing downhill and you would have lost hella money you would have lost hella of money um you know it's it's, it just is everything in crypto. You know, if you're an early investor in Bitcoin, you early investor in Ethereum, you know, that's just going to help so much. Like, Doge, I bought in early, so I'm chilling no matter what. I think I'm chilling no matter what. I don't think it's ever, 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 ever going to go that low again because this shit was way less than a cent. It was like .00003, and I, you know, I fucking was just lucky enough to, you know, invest in it uh you know so that's that's just a cool thing i don't think it will ever go that low again but if it does i don't really give a fuck to be honest like i still have faith in it um the only reason i'm I'm not saying doge doge is like gonna be like fucking ethereum or anything like that hell no but i like doge way better than shiba and sh- that random ass shit because it's been around nine years and uh you can't compare that you know to shibu or shiba i don't even fucking know the name um, people are thinking it, it crashed or whatever. Um, I mean, it did technically crash, but if you look at it like a crash, you know, like you're just, I don't know, you have fucking paper hands, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta find the diamond hands in this whole thing, bro. Just fucking hold it. I'm, I'm personally, like, personally not with the day trading to each their own. If you do it and you're successful, good for you, fucking more power to you. I am the type that is just gonna throw my money. And you know, investment and hold it for years. Especially since I have, you know, one of the most important things you could possibly have, and that is time. You know, since I'm young and a lot of the people in the audience, you know, we all have time. Definitely, you know, to start and fucking start investing. Start stop buying, you know, fucking all these sneakers that just go down in value. Well, stop buying these sneakers and wearing them, you know, all the time, or buying them all and fucking wearing them, and they all go down in value. Like, don't do that. If you're going to do it, buy them for fucking retail and then resell them. You know what I mean? Like, I had five pairs of the mochas, bought them all, sold them all, threw that shit in investments, you know, just shit like that. Just don't be dumb with it. Do what every other fucking teenager is doing right now. Just fucking buy or start start selling sneakers on the fucking internet. Um, fuck, what else is everyone doing? uh, fuck, I don't even know, uh, sports cards, sports cards is another great thing, it's another thing I've been getting into, but don't get into sports cards if you're not, don't get into any of this shit if you're not passionate about it, um, you know, like, if you don't know the sports card hobby, I recommend just not getting into it at all, if you're in it just for a quick buck, I mean, don't, i would not advise you to get into it because you're not gonna know you know certain players and certain types and you know like how like the psa grading works and this and that you know just like you can learn about it and if you learn about it and you seem that you have an interest in it of course you know go buy a card go you know buy a sneaker go do something like that but um yeah man it's cool uh just put some money into something you know what i mean don't just have that shit sitting in your bank account bro with inflation going up you're gonna fucking lose, you know what I mean, it's just, have it going somewhere, you gotta have money sitting somewhere that has potential to do something, fucking real estate, stocks, sneakers, sports cards, stuff like that, you know, stocks are down, there's a lot of abnormal shit, you know, just going on, stop panicking, uh, if you can't afford to stay in, then you shouldn't have gotten at all, you know what I mean, just fucking, I feel like that should be common sense, but it's really not common sense to some people, and you should never put in more than you could, You should never put more than you could afford in. Um, Yeah, don't fucking throw your whole... Say, you you know, you have enough to buy a house. Don't throw, you know, that... And say you're trying to make a quick one, you know, you have all this money to buy a house. You're like, oh, let's just invest it in this real quick and let it go up and then we'll, you know, we'll sell it. Don't do that, you know, afford... Because what if it fucking goes down, you know, just how, you know, the stock just went down. And now all that life savings, you know, who knows how long it's going to take back. It It could take a couple years. It could take couple months could take a day you know who fucking knows but that's why you don't throw it all in you know like it's you got to have some money sitting in the bank like have your fucking emergency funds don't don't have 0 dollars in your checkings or you know like and have that shit all in investments like yeah i mean i like the fucking bullishness on you know the stocks or whatever but it's dumb you know fucking save up a nice little bag first and you'll get there you know what i mean other than that, man, it's gonna be a quick episode today. Uh, I appreciate if you made it all the way through and you listen to this. Very, 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 very much appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry if I sound in any type of like lower tone today. You know, it is a late minute episode. You guys know how it is with this fucking semester stuff going on. You know, I'm trying to take care of stuff. Um, you know, outside of work. You know, or you know, outside of this podcast in general. It, this really is a hobby. You know, I'm not trying to um make it a business or nothing yet you know if you want to support i know i have the merch or whatever i really don't make no money off that shit i put the prices as low as possible as i possibly could with you know so you guys could afford it um i literally make like less than 40 cents every sale i could have put more and they were suggesting to put more but you know i just i was like dude no ways people are gonna fucking pay this much it's you know it's too expensive But yeah, that's just, you know, if you guys want to support and, you know, just walk, walk around, you know, with my logo, it would be greatly appreciated. That is in the link in bio on our Instagram. Other than that, make sure you guys follow our Instagram at In Conversation Pod. Again, that is at In Conversation Pod on Instagram. Make it a great day and uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, Thank you guys for supporting and uh, I'm out of here. Peace.